Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, February 21st, 2022. And uh, we're getting this week started off right in the Word of God, time of prayer. Good morning, Pastor Tim. Good morning, Christine. Greg, what's up? Janine, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, Thanks for listening on your way to work. That's awesome. Thank you guys for sharing this, subscribing, all those things. Really appreciate it. Uh, And I hope you had a good weekend, Uh, ready for the week, this uh, last full week of February. Um, And I think today is actually going to be a first on the daily podcast on morning prayers. This will be the first time we've ever done this. I don't know that we have ever read from the book of Ruth. I don't recall ever um, reading from the book of Ruth. So, uh, in the on on the uh, morning prayer, I mean, last year we were just in the New Testament, so there was no chance of that. Um, but even before, I think our readings never t- have taken us to the Book of Ruth before. So this week we're going to spend some time in the Book of Ruth because uh, on the seventh Sunday or the seventh week ab- after Epiphany, um, the reading that we have for this week uh, is going to spend the whole week in the Book of Ruth. It's going to be our Old Testament reading. So today we're going to read uh, Ruth chapter 1, 1 through 14, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 1 through 11, and Matthew chapter 5, 1 through 12. Because what we do is we read a, an Old Testament passage, we read an epistle, and we read a, something from the Gospels. Um, yeah, this is, uh, as I said, the seventh week after Epiphany. And so the, the theme verse for the entire week is Ephesians 4. Ephesians four thirty two, which says, be kind to one another. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Sounds like a good thing. Be kind to one another. That's a good theme. Just start off the week just right there. Hey, you know what? Let's be kind to one another. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Forgiving one another. Just as in Christ, God forgave you. Man, I mean, you know... God's forgiven us a lot of stuff, that's for sure. That's for sure. All right, let's do it, y'all. Let's jump over to the book of Ruth. Um, easy way to remember what we know where Ruth is, Joshua judges Ruth. That way ain't very nice of Joshua, is it? Joshua judges Ruth. Joshua, settle down, boy. But it's a good way to remember where it is in the Bible. Joshua judges Ruth. Joshua, then the book of Judges, then the book of Ruth. Isn't there? So, I mean, there's just so much education that goes on in the morning prayer. Just so much education, so many, so many little tips, <laughs> so many little tips and tidbits. I mean, you can't, you just, I mean, you can't get a price, can't put a price tag on this kind of insight. All right, y'all, who's ready? Y'all ready? All right, Ruth chapter one. I love the book of Ruth. Such an awesome story. 
Let's do it. In the days when the judges ruled, which was a day when everyone did what was right in their own eyes, people were clueless. So it was during the day of judges. There was a famine in the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech. His wife's name was Naomi, and the names of, their, of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem. Um, and they went to Moab and lived there. Now, Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. And she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite, they married Moabite women. One was named Orpah and the other Ruth. After they had lived there about 10 years, both Malon and Kilion also died. And Naomi was left without her sons and her husband. Wow. So Naomi understood grief, y'all. Naomi understood pain. She had lost her husband, had lost her two sons. Um, and as you know, in that, uh, in that culture, this left her in a pretty destitute position uh, because the women were very reliant on the men in that culture, particularly their husbands and their sons. Uh, for their well-being. So here, here uh, Naomi is with a lot of loss, a lot of distress, and a lot at risk. When Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, she and her daughter-in-law prepared to return home from there. Some of you are like, oh, I can't imagine a trip with my daughter-in-law. <laughs> Yeah, some of you like, oh, mm -mm -mm -mm, don't put me in the car with that girl. Mm -mm. But Naomi and her, her daughter, they got along well, presumably. Um, then Naomi said to her two daughter-in-laws, oh, wait, uh, verse 7, with her two daughter-in-laws, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. The other thing I love about Naomi is she's also taking care of her her daughter in law, daughters in law. Like she she's trying to she's trying she's trying to help them out, right? Because she she knows how to she's uh she's lived a little bit. She's like, we gotta do something, guys. We can't just sit sit here and starve. Let's go back um to the to the to where the Lord is providing some food. Verse eight. Then Naomi said to her two daughters in law, "Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness." as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. So Naomi's like, look, you, you girls are young. You don't need to stay and take care of your old mother-in-law. Um, if you all want to go back to your, the, the home of your ancestors and find a new husband, totally understood. You guys have been honorable to uh, my sons who've deceased. You've been honorable to me. Uh, no harm, no foul. Um, I release you. Then she kissed them goodbye, and they wept aloud and said to her, We will go back with you to your people. 
But Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have more sons who would become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband because I ain't got time for that. She's like, I'm too old and I ain't got time for it. <laughs> even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord, Lord's hand has turned against me. Ooh. Ever felt like that, man? Ever felt like, man, I just feel like the Lord's hand has turned against me? One bad thing after another. That's how Naomi felt. She's like, it would, be, it would be more bitter for you to stay with me because then I feel like it would not only be a hurtful thing for me, but it would also be a hurtful thing for you. So go back and, and make a life for yourself. Go back and make a future for yourself. At this, they wept aloud again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth, oh look, Ruth clung to her. That's powerful. Ruth's like, man, no, I ain't letting you go. I ain't letting you go. I'm sticking with you. You think about to our theme verse, be kind to one another, be tenderhearted. And this is a, this is a kindness. Um, Ruth is like, I'm with you. I'm with you, mom. <laughs> I'm with you, mom. I'm, you know, I'm not going anywhere. No way. Wherever you go, I'm going. Second Corinthians chapter 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I was in the wrong book, man. I was in 1 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 1 through 11. See what Paul has to say to the Corinthians. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God in Corinth, together with all of his holy people throughout Achaia. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. You know that, man? God has compassion. You know, maybe you feel like, man, I'm, you know, maybe you're, not, you're feeling unworthy today. Um, maybe you feel like you made a mistake, messed up. Our God is a God of compassion. Aren't you glad about that? Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Everybody that just jumped on, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Morning Prayer. We are in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. So our God, the, the Father of, of, he's the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles. You feel like you're in trouble today? He comforts us in all our troubles. Why? So that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So God comforts us in each and every trouble that we go through so that we can comfort other people regardless of the trouble that they're in. The, the comfort that we have received from God, we pass on to others. After we've received it ourselves, God has ministered to us. He's brought us through trials and tribulations, hardship. He's given us through difficult times. Now we are equipped to pour that out, yeah, to pour that out onto someone else who is going through a similar trouble. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds 
through Christ. So Paul's saying, we suffer because of the name of Jesus. Um, we suffer with Christ. We, we endure hardship for the name of Christ. But similarly, and actually in, in, in a much greater measure, we also receive the amazing comfort of Christ. Yeah. It abounds through Christ. Our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. So Paul's like, even when we're distressed, we know that it's our, it's, our distress is going to be used by God to bring comfort. So even our distress is going to be made, to, made uh, as a salve for comfort for someone else. Paul's like, what is it? We can't lose. We can't lose. Even when we're struggling, even when we're going through trials, we know that that trials and the, and the, and the pain that we're going through is going to be comforted by God, and that, that comfort is going to be available for us to, to, to uh, distribute to others who need it. Yeah. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, we also are our com are, are comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for the comfort for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. So we're comforted so that when you go suffer, you can be comforted too. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. That goes back to Naomi and Ruth, right? They shared in suffering together, but they also were able to comfort each other. The comfort that they received from God, they were able to share with each other. So even though they shared in similar sufferings, they also shared in similar comfort. Mm. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure so that we were despaired of life itself. They were going through hard times, man. They're like, maybe you feel like that today. You're having a hard time, struggling. You're on the struggle bus. <laughs> How many of y'all ever been on the struggle bus? <laughs> Monday morning, everybody on the struggle bus. <laughs> it's like, yes, Lord. It's Monday morning, I'm on the struggle bus. I'm in the front seat of the struggle bus. Front seat of the struggle bus. But he says, indeed, we feel like we had received a sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves but on God. Ooh, ooh. Everything about that, my friend? That perhaps uh, one of the things God's going to work out through the trial that you're going through, the trouble you're going through, what God may be working out is, uh, is teaching you, teaching me, how to rely not on ourselves but on God. Mmm. Yeah. Not to rely on ourselves but on, rely on God. Sometimes those troubles we go through, God uses them to teach us how to rely on Him. Isn't it true that sometimes you look back at some of the darkest times of your life and you think, man, I was never closer to God than I was than, than, than I was during those times of darkness. Now, it wasn't fun, wasn't pleasant, but it, it pushed me. It caused me to lean more into the Lord. It caused me to pray more. It caused me to be aware of God more. It caused me to ask questions of God more. God, where are you? What are you doing? What are you up to? What do I need to fix? What do I need to deal with? How's our relationship? It asked, it caused those troubles, caused us to ask those important questions. Yeah. Teaches us to lean on, not on ourselves, but on him. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God. 
who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us again. We believe that, right? No matter what we're facing, he'll deliver us again. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to leave you no matter what you're going through. He's not going to leave you. He's going to deliver you. Even death itself has no final victory over the people of God. Yeah. That's what Jesus did on the cross, right? He defeated death, the great adversary of the human race. Even that has no dominion over the child of God. Yes, sir. Even death itself doesn't have a dominion over the child of God. Um, on him, we have set our hope. Where you put your hope today, guys? Beginning of the week, we've got to ask ourselves again, where's my hope? Right here, Paul reminds us where I'm going to set my hope. On him. On who? Jesus. I'm going to set my, I'm going to put my, my hope, my anchor is going to be on Jesus. That's where my anchor is. It's in him. On him we have set our hope. And that he, that he will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in prayer. I'm sorry. That favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. Hmm. So Paul is linking the provision of God to the prayer of the saints. Prayer matters, y'all. Right? He's saying, then many will give thanks on behalf of, on our behalf, for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. Favor was given to us because of what? Because of the prayers of many. God, Paul is linking the favor of God, the compassion of God, the grace of God, that will be extended into his life to the prayers of many. So when we pray, man, it matters. Extends the favor of God. Yeah. I love that. It matters. All right, let's jump over to uh, Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. My pages are all mixed up here. I don't even know what I was thinking this morning. Matthew chapter 5. We that we close. Matthew 12. That ain't it. Matthew 11, that ain't it. Matt, nine, we're getting closer. Matthew 5. Here we go. Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Welcome, everybody. So glad you guys are on this Monday morning as we're diving into the Word of God, thinking about kindness and compassion, thinking about comfort that we receive from the Lord that we can then pass on to others. This week, it may be that God will send someone into your path. It may be this morning that God will, may send someone into your path and, or into mine that needs to be comforted. And we will rely on the comfort that we have received from God that we can now pass on to them. Yeah. And in that way, we will be kind and tenderhearted. Look at that. Look at us. Look at us thinking ahead. <laughs> Look at us preparing ourselves for this week. Matthew chapter 5, verse 1, 1 through 12. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. Here we go, here we go, here we go, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, 
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Wow, great beatitudes, right? Great lessons of Jesus on what it means to be in the kingdom. Blessed are the poor in spirit, those who who just basically say, I know I don't have it all. I know I'm I'm poor. I know I'm power. I know I'm I'm broken. I know I'm bankrupt spirit. I need you who are poor in spirit. Those who are they they will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. Those who are like, I I know I know I'm broken and I, I can't do anything about it. I need God. They will be comforted. If you're mourning today, you'll be comforted by him. Blessed are those who are meek, who are humble. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Let's hunger and thirst for righteousness today, this week. Let that be uh, the, the indicative of our lives, to be hungry for the things of God, to be merciful, to be pure in heart, to have the right motives, to be peacemakers. Mm. Has God, has God um, sovereignly put you in a position where you can actually be a peacemaker in a circumstance? Has he? Are you in a situation right now where you you have the, uh, the, the, the significant and special position to bring peace? You could do it. Man, be a peacemaker. Don't be a, don't be a, a warmonger. <laughs> be a peacemaker. Bring people together. And blessed are you if you're persecuted for righteousness, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Wow, that's awesome. I love this, man. Let's be like, a, like, like Naomi, showing people compassion. Let's uh, be tenderhearted and kind. Let's, uh, let's know that God has given us comfort so that we can go out and comfort others. So if you're in need of comfort, be encouraged. God is here to comfort you. And if you are well and feel filled up, God has done that for you so that you can go out and be a blessing to someone else and encourage them. Maybe be a peacemaker in their lives. That's awesome. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being on. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So it's time to pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for um, your kindness that you've shown to us. Uh, Lord, we are poor in spirit. We need you. We need you desperately. And we recognize that without you, we are nothing. Without you, we, we can't make it. Without you, um, we are empty. So we seek you, we seek your presence, we seek your power because we know that anything that is going to last is going to be done in and through you. So Lord, we invite your Holy Spirit into our lives today to guide and guard our minds and our hearts and our motives. Uh, Lord, help us to be tenderhearted and uh, compassionate. Help us to be kind. Lord, for those of us who've maybe been put in a position where we can bring peace, Lord, help us to Bring people together. Help us to be reconcilers, people who uh, reconcile people with each other, but also reconcile people with you. Give us that ability this week, Lord. Lord, may you bless my friends today. May you encourage them and strengthen them, each and every one of them. Whatever they're facing, whatever they're going through, uh, may you just bless them real good today. Thank you for the privilege of us being able to gather together in this format to pray and to read. Lord, we don't... uh, take it lightly. We, we, don't, we consider it a blessing and a gift, and we thank you for it. 
Thank you so much for this day. Lord, help us to be your hands and feet everywhere we go today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for starting off your Monday morning together in the Word and in prayer. Yeah, love it. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. You can always reach out to me about the podcast at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com, Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. Love to hear what God's doing in your life, what's speaking to you, what's encouraging you. Feel free to reach out. Thanks for sharing this, subscribing, um, liking it, leaving a comment, all of those things. Really appreciate it means a whole lot. All right, you guys have a great Monday. We'll be doing it again tomorrow. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.